Welcome to Piedmont Arts, made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina. I'm Rachel Stewart. The past year and a half has been a challenge for all arts organizations, but in addition to the difficulties of operating in a normal pandemic, or in a pandemic, not a normal pandemic, Theater Charlotte has endured a particularly uh, nasty event. They had a parting blow from 2020 when their building caught fire in the middle of the night on December 28th last year. But they've been Phoenix-like in continuing to produce shows in spite of everything. And here to talk about their current state of things and their 94th season, which is opening up, is Chris Timmons, the acting executive director. So, Chris, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks for having me. So speaking of the state of things, why don't we start with the state of things with your building? Where, where are things right now with that renovation? It's been a process, to say the least. It's taking you know far more energy and time than I think any of us anticipated. It would have been much easier if the building had just burnt all the way to the ground. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you know, financially, that wouldn't have been the best case scenario, but just in terms of the complexity of having to rebuild. And, you know, for us, this was an opportunity to kind of reset and think about how we would intend to use that facility to serve the community long-term. So for us, it hasn't been about just slapping some Band-Aids on it, you know, patching up the hole and in the floor and just kind of moving on that way. We, we've really been intentional in the decisions that we're making. We are, are anxiously awaiting crews to actually start doing some demolition and, and start some of the repair process. We spent months cleaning out the building. You know, it's 80 years of stuff. Anyone who knows theater knows that we like to hang on to every little thing <laughs> in the hopes that we might use it someday. Do you anticipate it'll be very different? Um, yeah, you know, we're thinking about, again, the future and what we might be able to do long term and what that might mean to the building itself. So there are a couple of things that we are investigating that I think would be really exciting that would change the feel of that space. There's always room for improvement. Something that's that's 80 years old was certainly showing its age. So I think we'll, you know, when we get back in that building, our plan is for people to see something new and exciting and feel something different when they walk into the space. I can imagine on December 28th or 29th when you first heard what had happened or were first told about the fire, that you must have been pretty shocked and devastated, but it sounds like there's actually an opportunity here that might not have been there before. Is that right? Do you think you would have gotten to execute these ideas that you have right now if it weren't for this catastrophe? No. We've talked about improvements and, you know, we, we're on a valuable piece of land that, that everybody wants. And so we've had conversations with developers and and things over over the years about kind of what our, our plan is and long term and in the short term and it's funny because it seems like every time we make progress there's another hurdle when it first started um, it was right before the recession so we had that financial collapse and we had built up momentum and then that happened so and we were kind of in that mode too now because before the fire we had this pandemic that just completely devastated the entertainment industry. Nobody knew what to expect. So we were all kind
kind of flying by the seat of our pants trying to figure out what's the next step? Is there going to be a tomorrow? We were kind of in, I, I don't want to say survival mode, but it was kind of like our focus was kind of day to day at that point, like not so much even production to production. It was just each taking each day uh, at a time. So certainly, yeah, when the fire hit, there's that moment of seeing the, the building and the, the devastation in the room. But it's like, you know what? Number one, we weren't having audiences in our space to begin with. So that's first and foremost, we were fortunate that that was the case. But also it was at that time pretty clear that we were in a long road <laughs> to recovery from the pandemic. So it was likely that we weren't going to have audiences in our space for quite some time. So that's kind of how we had to focus as a organization and as individuals, frankly, to kind of get through the day. Are you still... Um, feeling like you're in day-to-day -day mode or have things actually improved in this um, second year of the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, if you had talked to me a couple of months ago, I would have had a, probably a different answer. <laughs> it seems like the wheels have started to fall off the bus again here uh, lately, just as a whole, not necessarily us, Theatre Charlotte individually, but just looking at, at the impact of our industry as a whole as we you know, we were feeling pretty good as vaccinations were rolling out and kind of early in the summer, we were feeling like people are going to be excited to come back. But now there's that hesitation again. So I, I feel better about the day to day. Now I think we have to go show by show. We're heading into our first dive into live performance indoors. We've done a lot outside. We've done a lot of streaming, but to have a live audience inside again, it's going to be a test. It's going to be a test of, of who's willing to do that, who's willing to join us in that effort, just making sure that we can get everybody through it, cast and crew and production team safely. Well, your first production um, is scheduled to run September 2nd through 19th. It's the Fantastics. It's going to be at the Palmer Building, which is on 7th Street. So that's that's like right, right here, practically. Uh, <laughs> so how are you going to handle that production? Have you changed some plans about it lately? Are you doing some kind of seating protocols? Or how are you heading into this season? We did announce some new protocols for attending our performances and then expectations of our performers and crew members and production teams. So we are requiring at this point that anyone involved in a Theatre Charlotte production to be vaccinated. We are also kind of joining that movement that um, I, I think really the music venues have been the ones kind of pushing that locally. And it, it just feels like the right thing to do is to extend that policy to our audience members as well. So um, our audiences will be required to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test result within, I think it's 48 hours of attending a performance. And in line with the, the county mandate, all audience members will be masked when inside. You know, we were kind of several weeks into this process of rehearsals when all of this kind of, we started backtracking and kind of, you know, as a society losing kind of momentum and losing this battle. So, you know, we sat down with a cast and, and we talked about things and, you know, they're committed to each other and the product. You know, there's only so much that we can do to monitor them and they're, you know, they, they have careers, they, they go to work, they have families, they're around other people. 
but we've asked, and there's a lot of trust that they will be mindful of, of the decisions that they make when they're not with a group of people that they're rehearsing with. They have that responsibility to, to each other. And we've got a, a lot of veteran actors in the show, so they understand that. Reinstated masks during rehearsals when it's you know, possible. Again, just being mindful and, and careful uh, as much as we can. So yeah, we've, we've had to pivot uh, a bit, but you know, it's clear that we're gonna be in this for a while. It's gonna be a long, a long road to recovery. It's gonna be a while before the entertainment industry is kind of back up to full steam. Do you feel like, you know how last year, everything just came to a screeching halt like you're talking about, and then you did manage to have a season, but this coming season for 21, 22, uh, are you seeing more willingness, even in spite of Delta, for audiences to come back? more appetite for for gathering and enjoying this type of entertainment? Yes. When we announced our season, our, our the feedback was tremendous. And ticket sales, once we were able to launch our ticket sales and season ticket passes, were really strong early on, um, which was a good indicator that people were interested in, in coming back. And if you talk to anybody who did anything related to streaming that was trying to, I guess, replace the live performance aspect of things because for a lot of us that was the only way we could do anything was to to stream it audience responses were just not great at all <laughs> i don't know anybody that felt like you know they really hit a home run with the streaming financially anyway right. um, you know we were able to do some more outreach and we were able to keep people engaged not only performers but audience members and keep them um, interested in what we do and in a new way but trying to cover the costs of production and royalties through streaming was just next to impossible. I mean, everybody was taking a hit from that. And what we found is like the live performances, and I don't know how much of that was just being outside in, in experiencing theater, uh, kind of in a safe environment, or if it was the idea of just being able to experience theater at all. But our out, outdoor programming was really well-received back in the spring and last year. So we pivoted to some outdoor production in the fall of 2020. And those shows were all very well received. You know, again, we were limited on the number of people we could have. But if we could have had more people or a waiting list, I don't doubt we would have been able to fill those seats. This coming year, you're going to be performing all over town, literally. You've got well, the Palmer Building for the Fantastics, you've got uh, all together now in November at Dilworth United Methodist Church. A Christmas Carol, which is an annual tradition for you, is going to be at CPCC's Halton Theater. Then you're going to Great Anne Stella. Then you're back at the Palmer, and I think you're still working out venues. It must have been so hard to figure out this season. You've got many more moving parts now because you've got to be in different places. Can you talk just a little bit about the process you had to use to figure out what to do this season? Yeah, it was, uh, it was exhausting. <laughs> the other wrinkle that was in here too is we, we started talking to the companies that hold the rights to a lot of the, the popular shows that are out there. And they were all saying the same thing that come May of 2021, a lot of the streaming rights were going away. So there were a lot of shows that were available for streaming 
in 2020 and early 2021 that we're no longer on the books moving forward. So our focus early on was we've got to find shows that we can stream because we don't know where things are going. Well, then we're finding out, well, the streaming stuff is going away for a lot of these popular titles. So then that becomes a challenge. But yeah, I mean, we spent uh, a number of hours visiting venues and crunching numbers. And that's where it really came down to was like, there's a lot of beautiful venues in Charlotte, but we couldn't make the numbers work. You know, there's so many of them that would just have been great to bring an audience into and experience not just you know theater charlotte production but theater in general hmm. but they're too expensive <laughs> for for those of us in the local community so you know we kind of had to go back and and think about some other options but then hand in hand with that is what shows make sense in the venues that we could find and we have to think about well what's exciting for people what do they want to see there's a lot of great shows out there but what are the stories that we want to tell and what do people want to experience coming back to theater after you know a traumatic year it was hand in hand it was venues versus shows and what's available and when and yeah it took a long time because then things started opening up and that changed the game too because a lot of the conversations that we had early on were pretty short because there were places they couldn't commit because they were closed or they didn't know when they would be able to open up to the public again or whatever. And then, you know, we, we finally got things together and then you start, things started opening up and all these venues that we had talked to <laughs> were having people back in their spaces again. So we're excited for what we have for the partners, the people that have been helping us this season and the stories that we're going to tell were we're thrilled that we've got what we hope is something for everybody. And all that information, the details about all that is at the Theatre Charlotte website right now for folks who are, are curious. Um, and you can buy tickets there as well. Yeah, everything has been changing so much. Yeah, the, the <laughs> motto for everybody seems to be flexibility. You know, that's kind of what we've all said. And, you know, fortunately, I feel like audiences understand that. And we have been just trying to stay in touch with our, our, our audiences and our performers and everybody as much as possible. And just communication, that's been the key. And just letting people know what's happening as soon as we can so that we're keeping those lines of communication open and that trust, the trust that we're doing the best we can under the circumstances that we have. Yeah. I don't know if you've even had headspace for this, but I'm curious where, <laughs> what Theater Charlotte hopes for after this pandemic is over. Um, did you have any plans or goals that got completely derailed by the pandemic that you hope to return to? Yeah, I think the biggest one is our youth and student-led programming that we did in the summers. We've had to pull those for the past two seasons just because we haven't had the capacity. There, there hasn't been uh, a safe way to do it. So, you know, I think that's one of the one of our focuses is going to be getting that program up and running because a lot of those students are also struggling with opportunities to perform at school as well. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're giving everybody a chance to to do something. And it's funny because we're, we're talking about season 94 right now, but that big 100 <laughs> is coming up. So, yeah. um, you know, it's not going to be long before we have to start thinking about that and what that's going to mean. And I think thinking artistically, 
it's almost like we want to think about that season first and kind of work our way back and kind of build up to that. Because again, I think it's going to be a while before we're up to full capacity in our pre-pandemic capacity. But, you know, we want to make sure that, I mean, that's, that's a special number um, when you think mm -hmm. about, especially Charlotte. We're so uh, enamored with things that are new and shiny. So to have anything that's, that's been around for 100 years is pretty special. Yeah, it really is. And, and I don't know that I had thought about it really until your news this year, just like how long Theatre Charlotte has been around. It really is an institution. And, and we can hope that the pandemic is over by the time you turn <laughs> yes, 100. Please. <laughs> yes, goodness. Well, good luck with this season. It's opening up right now. I really hope it uh, it goes the way you've planned it and 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 um and that it's you know you're able to get a lot of folks to to show up hopefully maybe things will be better you know by january or february as far as the pandemic goes i guess we'll see but chris i want to thank you so much for for taking the time to to share all that with us and like i said your the information about your season is at it's theatercharlotte.org right correct theater spelled with an r e that's Sometimes we get hung up on that. So T-H-E-A-T-R-E. -E. Okay. Well, again, thank you for talking to us today. Yeah, thank you, Rachel. Appreciate it. I've been talking with Chris Timmons, who's the Active Executive Director at Theatre Charlotte. And for Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart. Piedmont Arts is made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina. <laughs>